My podcast. My podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello and welcome to episode seventy-nine. I think that's right. So, did you hear what I was trying to do there? I was trying to. So, if someone new was listening and they heard that voice of mine right at the beginning, they'd be like, "Fucking hell, this is a sophisticated podcast," and then they'd be trapped. Well, no, they'd just realise it it wasn't, and then they'd leave. Well, no, what would happen is think it was sophisticated so then they give it a chance because everyone likes to pretend they're sophisticated everyone thinks that they're more of an hors d'oeuvre than a fucking derrily triangle isn't it that's human nature i don't even know if i ever know really what i'm on about to be honest do you know what i think i've got um i think i've i think i'm high what it is is I had a cigarette and I lit and I burnt my nostril hairs and the fumes of my own nostril hairs are bloody fumigating my very soul. Do you know what I mean? Can you hear that? Of me scratching my leg. She's got a really itchy leg. I find that if I didn't shake, oh my god, I've drawn blood. I find that if I didn't, if I don't shave my legs every day. They're just so itchy. And who's got time to shave them every day? Ladies. Well, and men. Especially swimmers. If you shave your legs every day... Do you know what? I think I just need a new razor. Harriet, stop scratching. Just imagine if the whole podcast with the background. What I like to do for my sophisticated podcast is create a background ambiance of me scratching my very stubbly legs. Yeah, but it's not really stubbly. It's sort of stuff, soft stubble, right? Harriet, please. No one wants that. Uh, well, why not? What's wrong? It doesn't matter, innit? It? It's just it's like we're told as women that we're supposed to shave our legs, so that's what we do. Like, why? Because it's more ladylike. Well, my vag, that's ladylike, so I don't need to do anything else. And if I want to grow that, I'll barely grow it. Right? Do you know what, though? I can't grow it. Even if I try to grow... Like, if it's winter... And I'm like, do you know what I mean? You let the bloody, the thatch roof the house, isn't it? So, exactly. But then, I think because of the shape of, I don't know whether it's just my vagina. Oh, Harriet, you need to change this up. But I'll just say this quickly. I think it just sort of, if if (laughs) if it gets too long, I feel like it's sort of like like it, it comes for me and then it's it's just like 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 tapping me going help us and then that's why i have to get rid of it i'm very sorry for that and as well because i wanted to give you a better <laughs> quality of podcast today because last time i feel like it really suffered a because of a drunken mind and and you know what uh it's been a good was it was a good thing to happen actually because i work on that i've definitely had problems with my drink in the past being a right old fucking pickle like yeah it was really horrible actually i haven't told anyone this but i when i was cleaning out my mum's stuff did i tell you about this so 
um, oh, bl- did I tell you about this? So we just haven't got round to, uh, it was just too painful really. And then um, my house in Cornwall, well, my, my family owned. And uh, so it's mum and dad's house, but they weren't together. Uh, when when she passed away, so dad was living down the road, but you, you know it was it's his house, so he he moved in because it was stupid him paying rent on a house when he had a house. Do you know what I mean? So he moved in, and then just out of respect, really, because me and my brother were were a bit like, you know, she's not long dead, and 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 he was lovely about it, and he moved into the into the attic, but like bloody Cosimodo, do you know what I mean? And there's no toilet up there. He's getting on a bit now. Bloody weeing in a bloody jug. Uh, I don't think he'd like it. <laughs> if I, I think he'd hate it. If I, oh, I'm gonna know when he listens to this. Um, well, I'm creating, I'm creating the image. Do you know what I mean of what's happening? So very gracious of him, bless him. And you know, he's sort of you know stumbling up the stairs and all that. And it's not, you know, you know, he's very agile for a man. He's so I think he's just had. Just turned 73. I mean, my God, my dad's more agile than a lot of people I know that are 50. That's right, Dad. That's right. But I mean, part of that compliment was because I do feel so bad saying that he's like, because he moaned The only problem with his dad was he's, he had a sort of pigeon claw. Anyway, that's by the by. He had it cut off. So, so it, and it just hasn't been mentioned. And then, and mum's room was like the biggest the biggest uh, room in the house so it's you know it's quite a small house so it just feels silly and my, my brother's in like a little box room but my, well you can't he's one of them that you know people you can't tell them anything you have to sort of maneuver them into thinking that uh that they've thought of what you're trying to get them to do is their own idea do you know what i mean like you can't it is like a like a, a woodlouse, if you sort of try to manoeuvre him, curls up in a ball and your cat will stand on it. So, then at Christmas, I mean, and it's become a dumping ground now because we've got so much stuff. Joe, uh, my brother, he orders too much stuff on the internet, so it's all just a gathering. And then they're both as bad as each other's are. They've got far too many clothes. Got They've got double amount of clothes that I do. And they're all, I mean... The amount, oh, I just needed a shirt. You don't. You're not a bloody octopus. Oh, my God, I forgot to reply to my friend. Said a fact about an octopus. I totally forgot because I said to her, did you know? Because I didn't, was this what it was? Because I didn't know what, um, you know, pie and mash, proper London pie and mash has, uh, like, liquor on it. And I didn't know what liquor was. And I was going to say, is it parsley sauce? Because it looks a bit like parsley, parsley sauce, but I didn't want to insult anyone but apparently it is but it looks very watery but it's parsley sauce watered down with the with the water that the eels are cooked in i don't know why you why anyone would think well but people love it have it yeah but i just don't know what like who goes do you know what this is missing this is missing a little bit of eel soup with a bit of with a little bit of eel soup we can make some liquor uh, anyway, so, oh yeah, and then my friend said, did you know that octopuses, they are, well, sorry Louise, I'm stealing your fat now. Well, I've, I've uh, what's it called, I've, I've credited it, Louise Young, for more octopus facts if you fancy it. 
I'm gonna. I've got a bit on octopuses. No, you've just got tentacles. Well, what it was was I bought five tentacles for my 2017 Edinburgh show, and it's a waste, isn't it? Now that those tentacles go in spare, so I'm bringing one back to life, and I'm having it as a, a rat's tail. So I'm putting it on the. Anyway, in fact, that's what I found at my mum's as well. But yeah, so she said octopuses are so clever. If you put an octopus in a jar, it can get out. It can figure out how to unscrew it from the inside. Fucking hell. And people, how much are pe- people paying to go see David Copperfield? Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, someone go, do you want to come see David Copperfield? And I'll go, that depends. Is, are you going to see David Copperfield in a venue that's next to a harbour? If they go, yeah, I say no. I'll go to the harbour, watch some octopuses, octopies, getting out of jam jars. And do you reckon they can, what about one of them little tiny jars that you put your wee in? Do you reckon they could get out of one of them? I saw a video where an octopus, it was on a boat, and it was going to be her, I think people were going to eat it. Do you eat, because people eat squid, do they eat octopus as well? Do they just use them for their ink? I've never had it. I've had I've been at dinner with people and they've had squid ink. I'd be like, why am I coming out for dinner and paying for so like what is it it's like like you wouldn't go to a restaurant and go, Can I have a shot of skunk stench, would you? And that's the same surely that's the same, it's like it's an animal's waste. And they're like, oh, it's all in my pasta, it's turned my pasta black anything that has turned your food black is not good it's like with all these charcoal buns no why would i want it although you have put that charcoal stuff on your face yeah but you you got the cheap one and it wasn't right yeah that's true there was uh because i was i want so i wanted to write a bit and i needed to uh, i for purposes of this bit i was writing i wanted to see um what did I want to see? I wanted to see what the most expensive food is that you can get. And one of them is in a part of Malaysia, they they have black chickens and they're actually like their skin's black. And they the only reason that they're not in the rest of the country is because they're worried that they'll give everyone bird flu. But if you get them, if you go to Malaysia and have them, you'll just have them all the time because that's their bird that's always around. But if but if you were to get that that bird um, in like anywhere else in the world, you'd pay about four four hundred and fifty pound a breast. Anyway, so we were clearing out. We thought it was about time, and then I said to Joe because Joe had no. Um, well, Joe just thought it was weird if he if he lived if he lived in Mum's room. But I said, you know, Joe, you've got you've got a girlfriend. You've been going out for like six years. You know, maybe heaven forbid you're both in your thirties. Maybe you might want a double room. But he just he just doesn't think he just doesn't think of things like that. It's so strange. I feel like I have to go back into their lives, connect them to reality, and that it's a sorry state of affairs if I'm the one connecting you to reality. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so I was looking for her stuff. Not looking for her stuff that sounds like um like disrespectful, but we were sort of going through everything and uh Oh, it was awful. She'd say So I, I pissed on the floor once when I was 'cause I 
I was just an absolute drunken mess. Like I had such, I just had a problem. I was so troubled, and you know, it was, and and I just felt like no one else was sort of going through what I was going through, and I couldn't really talk to anyone. And and any time I did pierce, no one knew what to say to me. Oh, it was just a fucking. I was just like. Uh, like a prisoner in my own mind it was just and then I, I would just obviously it was just got so much worse because I was just well I was drinking I was just drinking it was just ridiculous I was just I was just drinking like so much so much gin um anyway uh and then like yeah I saw this I I saw weed on the floor pissed and then I left a note in it for my mum telling her I had a problem and uh, I didn't know what to do and can we not talk about it and ugh. And I found it in a, like, in a drawer, in a box with all other letters, with nice stuff. It's like, mum, who wants to remember me? Do you want to, like, uh, remember, like, keep up like a nice keepsake? Not a bloody letter from your pissy, boozy daughter. Bless her. Oh, there's so many photos. There was one photo that we're not sure whether it was her or some other relative. But if it is her, it's a great photo. But we're not sure it is. So <laughs> sometimes we'll have a photo, keep looking at it and thinking, oh, what a lovely scamp. Like, her face is so mischievous. But we're not 100% sure it's her, so I don't know who it is. Why did I get into all of that anyway? Bloody hell. I found my rat in a glove as well. That's going in the show. That's right. Bloody hell, I've been chatting for 13 minutes. Jesus. Jeez Louise. Could I please have a bit of feedback about this? Uh, it's clearer now, isn't it? But I think it's a little bit quieter. I don't know how to turn the volume up. Because it's all... It's as it's as far up as it goes. Is it? What if I press that? Is that higher? Hello? No, I don't think that's made any difference. Yes. Hope you're well. I've been well and then I've... Oh, getting a bloody... Absolute fucking... Saying to a friend. Just... So good. So disciplined. Do you know what? I did my vision board as well. Did I tell you that? I've, so I made sure... Because I was out of sorts last week. I made sure that I didn't do anything until I got the heating working. Because it was fucking on the blink again. But now it's working. So it's a nice warm house. That's good. I think because it's all... Like the, the where I live is is like proper old like stone walls so when the heating's not on it's just fucking like arctic really is yeah so i've had do you know what i've had a really good week and then today wow do you know what it was i've done my vision board though i love it and i've been adding bits to it like that's what you've just got to keep with a bit of hope haven't you so so i had a had a slump because so right start at the beginning so, where was I the other day? I, ah, oh, I did a, I had a brilliant gig on, uh, oh, I was in a right bloody, I thought, there's no way I'm going to end up being able to get to this gig about, because the snow was fucked. Do you reckon the snow, it, do you reckon it's not going to snow anymore now? Just want it to not snow. And people are like, I love the snow. You only love the snow, if I said this, you only love the snow if you ain't got nowhere to go. Do you know what I mean? I, I'd love the snow if I was not going anywhere. But that's the nightmare as well. As do you know what? It hasn't been bad this year. Uh, yeah, touch wood. But last year w- was so many gigs got cancelled, 
and the nature of the beast you don't you don't get like um cancellation fee or anything like that because they're just like well it's weather i'm not you know i'm not jack frost i can't control the weather so then it's just like so you just suddenly got no money and you can't even really argue because especially like one of the ones that i lost last year was was like fucking bumblefuck of wales like do you know what i mean there's no way you're getting in and out of that but praise the Lord, Durham, the other day, I thought, there's no way I'm going to be able to get here and back. And especially as I was nearing to Durham, you could just see it was just pelting it with snow. And the snowdrops were so big. I've never seen such big snowdrops in all my life. So big. So I was like, bloody hell. And then my lovely friend, Gareth Berliner, he, I was meeting him, because I, when I used to live in Birmingham, like, we got on really well, so whenever I can, as much as I can, I'm meet up with him. And, um, so he was on at the gig. Um, so, and then he was coming back, well, he was coming back from Rome, and I thought, there's no way he's going to be able to, because he was coming back from Rome, then having to get his car, and then come from Birmingham to Durham, so I thought, well, I'll definitely be, be there before him. But he, I wasn't. Um, so we arranged to meet at about, uh, eight past five, my train got in, he got in that early, and then, Jesus Christ, the fucking Durham train station, sometimes I look at these things and I think, who the fuck designed these, like, do you know another one, is Edinburgh train station, it's just fucking hickledy-pickledy, it's like someone has used a spider as, do you know what it is, they've, an archaeologist, no, what's it called, architect, planned the bloody planned the the drawings for the thing and then a massive spider has come in sat on it it's got all confused and then and then he's take he's gone oh that's not how i remember and he's like oh okay so each leg must be an escalator and that's that's what both these well no not so much durham but edinburgh there's just so many escalators that don't lead to where you go down one escalator, you're trying to get to, say, platform one to nine, and then you're in suddenly in platform 25, you're just like, how have I even done that? I f- oh, I just feel like constantly, you just, it's, it, you know, it's f- fucking hullabaloo it is. Anyway, and Durham, that's exactly what Durham was like. So I was, me and a friend, he goes, I'm in the car park. I said, brilliant. So I go out, goes to the car park, and then I'm like, oh, this doesn't look right. How many fucking car parks do you want, Durham? I counted six. Then he's like, you need to go down the stairs. I'm like, what stairs? Then I walked to the other side, another car park. Was he there? Was he fucked? There you go. So the stairs. Then I went down the stairs. And I'm talking outside. It was like up to my ankle. No. Cars sounds more dramatic. Up to my car. No, it was. It was very crunchy. And it was ice underneath the snow so you know usually you go it's all right if i stay on the fluffy bits of snow then i'll stick do you know but this was like a layer of ice and then so i was fucking slipping all over the shop and then still i've gone to like 15 million car parks still can't find it in the end he just thank god for it because i said mate i might have to meet you with the fucking gig i don't know how we're gonna meet and luckily very logical man ah and he's a so he kept ringing me and then because I was outside in the snow, the fucking eight foot snowdrops were fucking landing on my phone and were just not letting me then answer the phone. So then I was pressing it to answer, it just wasn't answering. And then cars are beeping at me because then I fucking slipped in the middle of everyone. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. It was absolute madness. Uh, and in the end he goes, I go back 
go back to the information desk in the train station. So he got out of his car, went in, and went in to get me. Like, I mean, thank goodness, otherwise I would have been fucking fanning around all over the shop. I'd still be there. Anyway, really nice to see. Uh, he said, because uh, he was absolutely knackered, and he wanted to have a nap before the gig. But we were just chatting, He was, and I was like, I don't, do you want me to shut up? And then... Um, but he said no, and then he didn't have a nap. I mean, I think I'm the worst person to have... A, and I was like, what would I have done if he was having a nap? There wasn't even a separate room. I was just sat there really awkwardly whilst he was having a, having a map, uh, having a nap. Having a map. Looking <laughs> uh, um, at that, he ate loads of maps, so then he wouldn't need to use a sat-nav home. I don't know what I'm talking about. Right, so, then. So the gig happened... Uh, Right, where do I start with the gig? Do you know what? Every time I do it, there's there's some sort of chaos, but it's never malicious. Like there's always, um, yeah, no, yeah, it's weird. Whether some places you go to, and do you know what it is? This might be quite controversial, but I find when you're in places that sort of like cricket clubs. And there's a lot of snobbery and a lot of money. For some reason, because obviously they're better than you, but then for some reason they're, like, if they heckle or chip in or whatever, it just, see, it's more smug, patronising and often hostile. It's not, it's not well-meaning. It's just, it's just, we've, we've paid this money. Fucking do a little dance, you little bastard. It's a bit like that. Whereas here, it's just like, Oh, we're a little bit chaotic, but we're very well-meaning and we're having a nice time. Do you know what I mean? But the, like this woman didn't even know what she was doing. So, so well, well, all the hell broke loose to begin with because the compare he'd got stuck in Scotch corner, driving in fucking snow and all of that. So then everyone was having a flap about uh, when to start, and then I said, "Cause I needed to get, I, you know, I need, I couldn't be too late. I needed to get my train." So, I said, you know, as it was getting later, I was like, do you know what? It's worse because the, the mid-lapped, I mean, he, well, he's he, he very, um, sticks to a script with that. He's just, like, he, you couldn't really get him to compare. So, I said, worst comes to worst, if he doesn't come, I'll sort of compare my, I'll explain what's happened, compare myself on, do my set. Um, and But as it happened, he came just in the nick of time and then compared and did a fantastic job. And then whilst I was waiting to go on stage, I've like rested, I've put my arm up against a pillar and then I found this thing like brush under my armpit and I've looked and there's just, just this woman scampering below me and I'm like, Jesus, who is this? And I was like, well, sorry, even though I don't think that was my fault. Anyway, so she's come, the show's about to start, she's gone right from the back of the room to the front and uh, and sat right right in the front and and just... I mean, I said to her, it was like, you know that famous two Ronnie sketch where uh, he says something and then and then and then he answers the the previous question next. Do you know what I mean? Because it was like that's what having a conversation with her was like. I don't even know what. So he's like, "Are you all right?" She's like, "I'm Scottish," and it was like, "What?" Like I said, I when I was on stage, I said, I've got a bit about dinosaurs, and then she's like, "Yeah, I love ant eaters," and I'm like, "What?" So I called her the ant eater for the rest of the 
gig but every and then i tell her to shut up and then it's a difficult gig as well because it's like um it's really long so often the people at the back of the room sort of feel a bit uh disconnected from the stage anyway because it's so far away let alone when you've got this woman that just she just would not shut up i like proper became a double act without even realizing and every but the problem was that there was no malice to it and she was like having a lovely time and and she obviously yeah she was obviously uh suffered with mental health issues because whenever i said anything like that like she probably loved it and related to it and was like yeah aren't we all and and every time i told her to behave herself she'd um she'd like give give me a round of applause but it's like well you're applauding me telling you to shut up so yeah the theater should have got should have really got a remove like i didn't mind but it's not ideal for someone that really sticks exactly to what they're saying like this guy on after me and then i found out yeah that she didn't even get in the end the venue didn't even kick her out the audience all started singing hit the road jack and they sung her out of there that's bad though they should have um kicked her out really oh my god i've got the worst pain in my stomach what the hell is that imagine if i died live but you'd never know because i wouldn't be able to upload it would i no Anyway, so did the gig, uh, left left it Oh, This man uh, gave me a pen, some merch from his safety training company, which was snazzy. And uh, well, I said that's uh, uh, the that was me. That was my cosmic ordering. That was because I, that day I was going to buy some pens. Decided not to because I was in Poundland, land, Poundland, Poundland, and it's very touch and go with Poundland pens as to if the ink actually comes out of the nib. So, um, so I didn't, and then this guy gave me a very luxurious pen, so, so I was very happy about that. And then I had to get to the bloody uh, train station. I was sl- like, from town to the train station as well. There's there must be about fucking. 60 easily 60 steps so i was like sliding around and then so sliding all over the shop and then this guy just like runs past me and i was like how is this guy running past me when i'm all over the shop he must have had a very grippy shoes so yeah so that oh it was so much fun i was so happy to get back all right because i just didn't i just didn't think like because every other train was fucked and uh, I think if I'd have gone, because I, I got the train that was actually going to Liverpool and I got off at Victoria, but I noticed a lot of the trains actually going to Piccadilly um, were being cancelled. And the funny thing about that was that I actually got that other train because it was cheaper. So I thought, imagine if you'd spent more money on the train and then it uh, and then it was just cancelled. What, what, what even happens when that happens? I, oh, by the way, it's very late at night, but yeah, your train's cancelled, so there you are. Right nightmare and then i met up with a friend to do uh my sneaker podcast and yeah i just felt a bit shit really because it was all sort of more well i thought more my doing than his really because uh sort of we started at similar times and he's like getting a lot of tv well he's fucking loaded and uh everything now is very materialistic like we went into this hotel and i was like oh my god so recording it there and i was like oh my god uh this is absolutely stunning and he was like um 
yeah, it's all right. And and then sort of, I don't know, I think. And then I was, I got, because everything was like, he's like, oh, I'm getting this done. Oh, I'm just going to spend a couple of grand on that. You know, it doesn't matter. And then some things he didn't even like, but he just said that he'd spend loads of money on it because it's a status thing. And then when I was saying, and then he was like, well, what are you doing with your comedy? And then I just felt like, everything I said seemed shit because then he was like oh yeah and I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that like I mean why would I do that and it's like well that's the thing that all of us normal comedians do um and then I because I'd had such a positive week and then I just and then I was just so pissed off because then my equipment sort of uh stopped in the middle of um recording it and and I was just like god I'm useless and I'm an absolute failure and then a lovely friend like spoke to me about it, and then I I sort of saw it differently, and it was like, well, no, just because. Well, he he's made me feel like that that it's all about money and that, but I you know I wouldn't want his life, and then I I sort of saw it that it, it must mean that sort of I've done awful, but then I was saying to a friend that it's just it's sometimes it's difficult because everything is like this like all of us comedians are say with like the destination is sort of fairly similar and we're all on the all on the path and then i feel like i watch him um like all these comedians like on one path but i'm on a different path and i'm and i've got fucking bushes flying in my face and and then I fucking stood on a landmine, and then I've I've accidentally like fallen in a cave, and like my path's different, but I'm still gonna get to the destination. So I've still I've just got a it's just tested, and I think it's good to. I'm learning to I think it's good to um, surround yourself and spend time with people that are doing amazing things or on, and on telly and stuff like that because cause it, cause it, I guess it makes you more hungry and determined and eat well <laughs> eventually so at the, at the well at the time it just made me feel like like <coughs> like an absolute failure but yeah I'm definitely not a failure I've just passed a different well like, for this the thing is, as well, is especially with the like you know with the with the barking tales tales award and that, I th- like I think that that's my more my path now. I really want to do like more stuff that sort of helps people and is a bit more of a purpose. Not that I have a choice in the matter, but um, well, you, you do. But I like when I see some of the you know the things on TV, it's all like you don't see many things that are like ground breaking and that are having a purpose and um whereas i'd like to i think because we like spokespeople i guess and we're people listen to us we're well some people listen to us do do you know what i mean like we have the like gigs we have the the tools to speak to uh like hundreds of people most nights so it, it, I like not that like I just want to spread a message like <laughs> cult no I just think we've got these tools and it would be nice to to use for good and to help people and I've just got I've just got to remember that yeah that that's that's what I'd like to do with my journey so so even though my bank account is well a lot 
he, he's like, you know, I'm just going to buy a house outright, just turn up with the <laughs> Okay. Um, but, I don't know, I feel bad because he is a friend, but, um, yeah, you've just, that's going to sound awful, but, like, these people that have, that have, that have become so sort of shallow about it all and, and it's all so materialistic and, and a bit, and now a bit judgmental on other people, well, yeah, that, that'll be great for your bank balance, but you will be old and lonely, and that's sad, I think it's, yeah, and the problem is as well, that the further people go on, the less sort of normal people they, they're interacting with, so I feel like they're just sort of feeding each other, uh, the, the the people that are, because he was sort of saying about other other people, what, what he's been doing with them lately, and I was just like, oh god, so a bit like when, well yeah, when, when you make it, you've just got people constantly telling you how amazing you are, and then you're looking at other people, oh now this doesn't look right, so I'm going to get surgery, and blah 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 blah, like it's so good, because he's literally come from nothing, like he, you know, hasn't had the greatest start, but don't fucking forget your roots. I think I think that's it, isn't it? My boyfriend always says he goes. He'd uh, be very interested to see, you know, if I ended up making like ridiculous amounts of money and um, whether I, because cause this is a sort of regular thing I sort of say about you know people sort of start acting differently and and he says like it'd be interesting to see, you know, how you act, but. I just, I just always think I'd be the same because we were talking about it like yesterday. We went for a walk and uh, like materialistic. This guy gonna get like new teeth and all this business, and um, and my boyfriend goes, "Well, what would you get?" And I said, "Well, I'd probably like some nicer socks. I've always got like my socks are always a bit minging for some reason. Even when I wash my socks here, I either lose a sock." somewhere where are all the socks or they just i wash them and then they still look grubby so i'd get some nicer socks i, I my hope my coat's got a hole in it i get a coat and at and at the minute i'm trying to find a bargain coat. but the thing is as well i think even if, i just love a bargain i think if i had loads of money it I feel like the principle of the matter, like, my driving instructor was telling me that he's teaching this girl how to drive and, and she's got a um, £700 coat. But why? That's like, you could rent for a month in London for that. I just don't know why you do it. And I and I like to think that I'm very morally... But then, does it take... To get to that level, do you need to have a little bit less morals because you've got to be like you've got to fucking like smell blood and and um, you know and 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 fucking be ruthless? Whereas that's that's never going to be me really. I would I would never no not that he has or anything. I wouldn't fuck anyone over or anything like that. But yeah, so maybe that's that same thing that would sort of become a bit shallow. Oh, just. I think it'd be exhausting to be that concerned about everything. But then maybe that's what TV, maybe it is. Because I guess you've got, like, with, with um, social media and all of that, I guess when you are on TV, you've just got so many people going, 
fucking hell, look at the size of his teeth, look at her ears, look at this, look at that. And maybe it would, um, you know, grind down on you. I'd be very worried about the high definition because I think my pores are very open and I, uh, I would hate... Imagine if you've got very open pores on the telly. I've always got eye bogeys. I've always got, like, my nose is always running. God, do you reckon they'd see that much detail? Yeah. I feel, I feel like I've got a sort of five o'clock shadow as well. Anyway, but do you know what? Chatting to my friend about it, and chat, because, because, yeah, I felt like I was um, inferior, but, like, now, thinking about it, this is going to sound proper wanky, but I am richer like uh met- metaphorically which you know which isn't which which isn't great if you want to buy stuff but yeah just, just happiness i guess is different for different people and when you're in a luxury hotel and you and and, it, and you're like Meh, like but but then but then you're surely you're never having a lovely time because you're never just present and in the moment and appreciating stuff Anyway, so that was that. Uh, let's see how heavily edited that becomes. Um, and then let's see your news. You lovely, lovely buggers. You lovely, lovely buggers. So, Tom Short has said... Not this week, but I made a group called Admin Writing Encouragement. And it's aiming to be positive and get people to write to hopefully promote well-being. And this is great, because sometimes it's hard to get your admin done. Like what I said earlier, it's easy to get in a slump. And just shut yourself off from the world. Oh, life is tough. So tough, but maybe with admin rights and encouragement, people may help and be on the same page, all engaging with each other. Yes, I think that's good. Jennifer Banks says, My dad bought me, no, my dad bought me a new car, that's brilliant, and it is, you're all wondering, a Mini First, I don't know, oh is that the old Minis, is it first because it's the first one, I want to get, it's gone on my, uh, on my vision board, I want to get a Beetle, like, because I want to get a car that's not too expensive, but still very stylish and not a load of people have them. But since I've decided I'm going to get a Beetle, I've seen them everywhere. That's like, in it? People say, like, oh, if, if you think you're pregnant, then you just see pregnant people everywhere. So I think, no, I think that I am going to buy lots of gold. Then Jack and I see gold everywhere. Oh, I don't know. Gold! Oh wait! Oh yeah, probably just that song will come on the on the radio. Donna Bond says, "I sold another short story yesterday." Wonderful, Donna. I said, "What is it about?" And she said, "A woman visiting her dad in his Al afterlife." What's Al afterlife? Which is sold as an ideal, an alternative to costly care, but comes with lots of limitations. I wrote it because I was missing 
my mum, she's sort of in it as an incomplete memory. Oh, Donna. Bless you. This one's lovely. Christine Elizabeth. Just lots of chances this week to positively reflect on some really massive steps forward with our young person we foster. Makes us tearful with joy. It's just the best feeling to see someone blossom when they begin to feel safe, valued, listened to, respected and blooming happy. That how lovely is that? Oh. oh. And we saw Bastille and Lewis Capaldi. Awesome. So happy for you with your very well-deserved award. Emo uh, heart smiley emoji. Tyrannosaurus Rex emoji. Mm, Brontosaurus oh, Brontosaurus emoji Smiley emoji Squirrel ofs emoji Heart emoji Gills gills I said That's lovely So special doing what you do You're one in a million Changing so many people's lives for the better P.S. Who is Lewis Capaldi? Wasn't he in Doctor Who? She said we just show what we see as normal life, but that's all nothing special. But it has such a big impact. It's fab to see. Yeah, but that's brilliant. Like, so many people... Well, not so many, but you hear of people that, like, foster these kids and uh, they they don't even give a... Sh they don't even give them a better life. They, they'll just do it for the money. That's fucked up, isn't it? Ugh. And it's proper, like, a kid must be, like, brilliant. And now I'll get a chance to try... Well, probably at first it's like, oh, my God, I'm being ripped away from my family. But then it's like, oh, i got a chance to have a nice uh, life. And then fucking out with a frying pan and into the fire. So good for you, my love. No, that sounds patronising, but gen genuinely, I think, I think you're wonderful. But, yeah, Lewis Capaldi is totally awesome. His voice melts my heart. He was Bastille's, Bastille's, is it Bastille's support act. He is so talented. He's a Scottish guy that doesn't look like your typical pop star, nor your typical Doctor Who either. But then who does? He's most definitely not Peter, a.k.a. The Last Doctor. Have a listen, bet you know his tracks already. Oh, it's Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. So he was The Last Doctor Who. Right. So Sandra Joy says, although freezing, it's a lovely, it's a lovely sunny, so, that, that doesn't make sense. So out getting some Vit D, I said, oh, oh because she's shown a photo and it is lovely. I said, oh, Sandra, that's lovely. She said, yes, local park, we used Tesco voucher and £20 and joined up for a year. Got a play park for our granddaughter, lovely cafe and shops nearby, so can go for free or pay a bit. Are you fucking joking? Sandra, that's not a good deal. We should not be paying for our parks. I am livid. Bullshit. Don't you think? Am I being a dick here? I don't think, I don't think, I don't think we should have to pay to look at our lovely nature. Fucking £20. Lynn Wren says, Just celebrated my son's 36th birthday. <gasps> you probably look similar, you know, in the picture. Oh, lovely. Like I say, you probably don't look old enough to have a 36-year-old son, but you can tell he's definitely yours. You've got the same eyes. Louise Irvine says, won the ticket jackpot. Um, she's uh, uh, in the, you know, the um, arcade and all the tickets come out. Wicked. I Most of my props for my Edinburgh show 
was was bought from them tickets. Where was I? I was gigging somewhere and I just won loads of their tickets, so he bought loads of stuff for it. Claire Forrester says, Positives this week... Oh, wait a minute. What did she say? Oh, here we go. Positives this week. Claire Forrester says, I didn't get stuck in the snow going to work and tonight we are off to Bohemian Rhapsody sing-along at the cinema to getting ready to enjoy a good sing-along. Brilliant. Oh, do you know what I saw that was fucking brilliant? Was um, the film Green Book. Yeah, brilliant. Really would recommend it. Really, really good. Uh, go see that if you can. Uh, I think that's me, to be honest. Thanks to everyone, as usual. Please leave a review on iTunes if you can. And if you can't, if you're on Android, uh, maybe just put a little post on your Facebook and go, Oi, oi. This girl, Harriet Dyer, her podcast, fucking brilliant. Have a little listen. That'd be good. Or just tell everyone that'd be good. Tell everyone with your eyes and your mouth. That'd be good. Uh, David Harris, thank you, as always, for your Patreon girth. Uh, To everyone, have a lovely week. Thank you so much. And God bless. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download. Share. Tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.